sexy tonight, sexified. I can make the transition in the flash. I'm about to be in positions that get you niggas mad. I'll be in position just sitting in the jazz. Seat back, I'm shitting, just sipping on the glass. Don't let your pride stop you from kissing the little ass. The fellas looking good, they selling cook in the hood, they getting the little cash. Uh, I predicted it in the past, when the cash flow come, we gon' be getting it fast. Chop your fingers, you try dipping my mask. Flow stay fresh just like I keep them in bags Blow a couple K on my jewels, couple K on the bags Left his body in the duffel a couple days in the stash Lime like gators, big pimps We running through towns like Vegas Big shrimps, I run through your lines like Raiders Your mom's at the funeral, beating on your cough Screaming wild like Jada Now I done told y'all niggas in 2004 We ain't them niggas to fuck with uh. And I done told y'all niggas if you're fucking with the whole thing, you're pressing your luck, bitch. I'ma pop the trunk and then cock the pump and do lots of dumping in. We don't never leave them phones at home, no. Y'all niggas better leave them balls alone. <laughs> Stop fucking with them, gotta love this shit. Y'all better leave them balls alone. Oh, you know, Real Eddie Kane, let's go. I put the G on the game, the P on the pimpin'. Here's a few things that I'm eager to mention. It's a number one slot and I need the position. Trinkets on the watch and I need a neglection out. See how I get flossy with the thing. Cook up a pot of shells, get saucy with the thing. Yeah, nigga, it's glossy in the chain. No balls, just bogeys and coffee in the range. The V like three, so is the oak wood. Jeans like three, but they hold up the toast good. Fiends like me, cause they know that the coke good. Hey, and they go on credit to hit you, my dope good. Streets love a nigga, they don't What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to How to Be Human, episode two. Um, I'm the host, Sonic Aside. Thank y'all for tuning in. First off, man, thank everybody that tuned in to episode one. I got a lot of love on that episode. A lot of people sharing it. A lot of people um, listening to it. Um, I thought about doing a podcast. I really didn't even think about, like, people actually going to be listening to this. And it's like, duh. But when you got, like, analytics and shit, you like, yo, people really listening to this. Um, so I definitely know that come with a little bit of responsibility. I mean, I'm fully prepared to still talk my shit. <laughs> but I just know you never know who's listening and shit like that, who's watching. But at the same time, um, this this cultural. So, you know, we're going to keep it authentic. Um, still figuring this out. Still figuring out how I want to do things. This time around, I got, like, my full mic set up. The last episode, I, I just recorded straight into the phone. I probably still do that for, like, on-the-go type of stuff. Um, but, yeah, so over the next few weeks, just um, bear with me. It might be, like, a changes in quality. I might try a few things. I'm still experimenting. Um, at some point, too, I want to definitely add video to this. So I'm, I'm planning that now. I'm thinking about, you know, where I want to shoot it, thinking about, like, building some type of set. Um, so that might come, you know, it might come soon. It might come later. But definitely at some point, I want to do that. Um, nobody cares about that. So we just gonna, we'll just we get straight to the shits, man. Um, first thing I want to talk about, only because 
I was so confused about this. I just spent like about an hour reading up on it. Probably not an hour, probably like 40 minutes reading up on it just because I didn't quite understand what the fuck was going on. Um, this Jesse Smollett situation. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember this popping up like like years ago. At the like, It happened so long ago, like this shit kind of wasn't on my mind. I didn't really remember what happened. Um, I just know like, you feel me? He 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 was going to court for something. Um, but I mean, I don't even want to necessarily go in on him too much because like I don't think it's that important. Um, <laughs> but he definitely did some sick shit. Basically, like he fabricated um, this whole lie about um, a hate crime happening to him, him being attacked. Um, he just played around with it, even beyond just you know LGBT shit that. that he said, like, um, they were screaming out MAGA when they was attacking him. So he just added, like, layer upon layer of, like, he, he used every card he could pull. Like, they said even before the attack happened, it was definitely premeditated because he wrote himself, like, a racist hate mail. So like, he used the gay card. He used the black card. He definitely tried to pull at everybody's emotional strings. Um, and... Why I'm so confused is because I don't understand why. Like, I don't see what the fuck he was gaining from this. I don't know if that point is missing me or if, like, it's just not clear. But, like, what the fuck did he do this shit for? Um, they say, like, he was trying to, I guess, further his career. But I just don't understand how this furthers one's career. Like, I, I just don't get it. <laughs> this shit hit the Twitter streets hard. I mean, everybody was supporting him, sharing his shit. Like, dang, it's fucked up. Then, like, a week later... Niggas was like, this nigga lying. <laughs> you feel me? But in between that week, in between that week of everybody saying this fucking up and everybody saying this nigga lying, in the middle of that shit, there was motherfuckers on Twitter like, yo, the black community not supporting him. More specifically, like, black men is not supporting this nigga. You feel me? So, mind you, this nigga created a whole fabricated tale. You feel me? Like I said, he done, he done drug. He done drug black men into this shit. He done drug black people into this shit. He done drug the LGBT community into this shit. He drug everybody into his shit. He got the LGBT community now going against black men. Black men going against the LGBT community. All because of a lie that this nigga created. So my thing about this shit is like... This just goes to show you, man. You must, Like, when motherfuckers be on... Fucking the internet telling you what you need to be talking about and what you need to be standing up for. Sometimes, like, we just got to appreciate silence, saying nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you want to do that, if something, you know, speaks to you that much that you want to say something about it, you feel me? Nah, I'm not saying don't go for it. Yeah. I be talking about certain shit, I feel too, but it's like, it's like a certain portion of people that be like, if you're not talking about this and we're talking about it, then, then, you feel me, you're, you're not woke, or, you, I don't know what the fuck they call it, but it's like, why aren't you standing up for this, why aren't you talking about this on your platform, even if I see that on a bitch story, where they be like, they, they'll, it'll be some crazy ass statistic that just fuck your head up, it'd be some, it'd be some sad shit about, like, women get, get, getting assaulted, or, you know, it'll be some sad shit, but it'd be like, um, if you, if you stand with women, if you stand with women, Share this on your story. I, I can I can see who posted it. <laughs> like it's like bitch. Yeah, you can see. I what the fuck? What? <laughs> like, but it'd be some crazy statistic either about 
some women rights issue, some black rights issue, some world hunger issue, some world peace issue, whatever the fuck. They'd be like, if you stand with us, share this on your story. Um, tag as many people as you can in the next 24 hours. And if you don't, I seen you. Um, I can see who I can see who didn't post this. <laughs> it's like I don't know what niggas be thinking like that. They saving the world by putting some shit in a motherfucking story. But um, I feel like this situation, man, it's just it's just a teaching lesson to where, like I said, man, sometimes saying nothing goes further than just just jumping on everything or being the first person to say something or you know if that's if that's you if that's if that's how you operate then that's fine you know people um people just gotta do what's you know organic to them and shit and it it definitely be a lot of people that's looking for a problem or antagonizing a problem like motherfuckers just sit around all day and just being like who's not talking about this with me Who's not speaking up for Ariana Grande about what happened to her? Who's not speaking up for Taylor Swift? This is a fucking atrocity. It's like, nah, what if niggas is just at work? (laughs) Like, what if niggas is just doing some other shit and they just not talking about that shit today on their Wednesday afternoon? (laughs) And before I get off of this, I I just want to give this brother the flowers he deserves. Um, like I said, he definitely did some sick shit, but I don't think anybody is acknowledging um, the level of commitment that he put into the art of acting. I don't think um, I don't think Leonardo DiCaprio, Denzel, Johnny Depp even has tapped into this. Like this brother had the whole nation fooled, even if it was only for a week. His level of commitment to his role, like they they. Sh- this this should be honored at the Academy Awards. They have to come up with some type of constellation prize for this. Like I know it wasn't in a film, but this is this this is this is high level theater. <laughs> this this is what it means to be an artist. This brother was willing to fool the nation to prove a point. If anything, if anything, most importantly, I think it goes to show you what happens when you misuse your ability. Like, if this nigga would have been patient, waited five, ten years with acting ability like that, he might have been the next Denzel, whoever. Like, he clearly can act to pull this off, to think of this. Like, he even, fuck acting, he even fucking could be a screen a screenwriter. <laughs> he could have been a superstar. Jesse Smollett is a superstar name. That shit don't matter. I don't even know how to say that shit. Jesse Smollett. Jushy Shmalay, Jushy however the fuck you say that shit, it sound fly, it sound like a superstar. Just, like, I don't even know nobody named Jussie. <laughs> His only hope now, the only the only way we save him, the only way we get this right, you know, if I was his management, he's my client, this is this what we do. We, he gotta just embrace the bad boy route. He gotta go straight bad boy. I don't know if he got tats. He gotta get tatted up. He might have to get jumped in the gang. He just got to go the bad boy route and say, fuck it, yeah, I lied to everybody. That's the only way we salvage what superstardom is left. We can't let him go out like this. We got to, you know, we got to pull a Chris Brown straight bad boy. And that's that's going <laughs> to get him back lit. <laughs> Listen up, boys. I'm about to sing the new shoe song. New shoes, new shoes. Boy, Nike makes some good shoes. <laughs>
over the weekend, uh, the Cougar 11s dropped. Um, got a lot I want to talk about on that. Before I get into that, though, I definitely want to let you know, if you're looking for the, um, the socioeconomic breakdown of why buying Jordans is bad for the black community and all of this shit, you're probably not going to get that here because <laughs> I don't really agree. Before we get into that, I just want to um, get into my background kind of as a sneakerhead, if you will, quote unquote. Um, I'm somebody that I never had every Jordan growing up, but I definitely know my shit, you know, a decent amount. Um, I kind of come up in an era where it was more like buy, sell, trade. Um, talking about like MySpace days, you know, early Facebook, eBay. Um, before it wasn't no StockX out, it wasn't no none of this resale shit going on, no bots. You know, you had to actually go buy the sneaker. Um, and if you didn't buy the sneaker, you know, you had to be creative. And that's kind of the methods I had to take. Um, my mom couldn't really afford to get me every Jordan. Um, so I had to prioritize, like, you know, what Jordans do I like? What other sneakers do I want that nobody else got? So I, I come up wearing, like, a lot of obscure Nikes and Reeboks and different shit. Shit that I was getting for, like, $50, $60. But to other motherfuckers, they ain't never seen it. So it was looking so crazy to them where they might get a Jordan. I might have, like, two, three pairs of some different shit. And then, you feel me, I might pop out with a Jordan here and there to make it look like something. But that's just my background, man. If you know, you know. If you know the language I'm talking, then you get it. If you don't, you know, if you if, if you don't, then you don't. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely don't identify as a hype beast by any means. It's things I like. It's things I don't like. It's things that, you know, it's classic pieces that I definitely wouldn't mind having or that I got on my radar. And um, the Cougar 11s is definitely a classic piece. Um, if you was out there, if you got your hands on a pair, if you tried to get a pair, I salute you. I, I liked what I was seeing, man. I, I I seen a lot of people camping out again. I seen motherfuckers catching fades behind the cool gray 11s, and I'm all for it. <laughs> this uh, this time of getting shit, you know, of of getting shit strictly. What what is the fucking um? I don't even know the website because I don't even try to. I don't even try to cop sneakers off of there. Um. I don't, I, like I don't, I don't try to buy Jordans on Saturdays with everybody else. I, I, I get shit I want, but um, you know the site where niggas go on and shit, and they always, you know, don't get the sneakers. So I'm, I'm tired of that era of, of, of things going on. It's a lot of talk about them cleaning that up. We'll see, but it looks like th- that's where we at with it. But I like what I was seeing out there, man. It took me back to a time where you know things was just a little bit more legitimate. Um. It's a lot of people out here bashing sneaker buyers. There's a lot of people out here bashing the way um, folks was ha- was acting behind these 11s. And I just want to let you know, um, if you're not into it, just don't be into it. You motherfuckers is out here sounding like my grandma. <laughs> and if you're an older person, if you're an older black person especially, when they, when they get into talking like that, I let them have it because it's a different era. Um, my grandma can't justify me spending even... You know, over a hundred dollars on a pair of sneakers. She don't understand. But this is a culture. Um, it's an art form, like anything else. You wouldn't ask somebody why they buy painting for a certain amount of value. You know, a lot of people is taking this sneaker shit to a level where, you know, it's 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 a, it's a business. They doing it for a living. I ain't into all of that, but I can't knock people for being innovative. And not for nothing. Um, two hundred dollars. If two hundred, if buying a pair of sneakers for two hundred dollars is gonna fuck up your situation, 
you don't even need to be thinking about sneakers you feel me you need to be prioritizing some other shit um it is an investment you spend 200 dollars, 250 225 whatever it is 180 whatever it is nine times out of ten even if you wear those sneakers if you keep them in a good condition um they're gonna hold their value you know if you uh, a lot of people was buying shit leaving them dead stock i never did that but if you do that you feel me you're gonna, you're gonna make your money back and then some especially on a classic piece like the 11s a lot of people is just saying a bunch of old um old shit they heard you know michael jordan is putting out the same sneakers every year and we're buying them it's like nah it's definitely some sneakers that got oversaturated like the bread 11s even the concords a little bit but the cool gray 11s we only seen these shits three times our life and three times in our life like i said 01 2010 and now 2021 um so if you don't see it's like art you know it's like art it's like trading cards it's like you know it's, it's like anything else if you don't see the value or the um significance of buying it then it just might not be for you but this is a um this is an investment it's like buying a stock it's like buying a painting anything you know so don't believe motherfuckers when they tell you that it's a waste of your money. It's a waste of your money if, you know, if, if, if you make it out to be a waste of your money. But if you know your shit and you do your homework and you know what you're doing, it's not a waste of your money. Um, a lot of people be saying shit. And it's another old thing. I used to believe this too. You know, saying uh, Michael Jordan is investing in private prisons. That's a whole rumor. Um, I believe it's a whole, it's somebody else named Michael Jordan that's actually doing that. So, yeah, it's a lot of misinformation. It's a lot of people that, you know, want to point the finger. And nine times out of ten, these motherfuckers be wanting the Jordans themselves. That's the shit that be getting me. Like I said, I didn't even attempt to buy these. But, you know, I'm happy for niggas if they was able to get them. Especially the, the niggas that know what, what to do with them and that know, you know, what's really going on. Um, But, yeah, man, stop condemning sneaker culture. Stop condemning sneaker culture. Stop condemning sneaker buying. Um shit lame as hell you lame as hell and you don't know what the fuck you talking about um and that's it man if you want anybody want to debate me i'm i'm all for debating anybody but like i said these niggas is lame as hell um if it's not for you or if you got an issue with it if you want to spend your money elsewhere then you do that it's 2021 everybody ppp'd up everybody flexing everybody doing this and that that ain't really the shit i do but everybody's doing it. Uh, motherfuckers is spending $1,000 on designer shoes that's uncomfortable as fuck. That look tacky as shit. Um, you know, they design her down head from head to toe. Um, tight ass pants. Um, tacky ass sneakers. Tacky shirt. You feel me? They might have a tacky bandana. You motherfuckers is talking about a $200 shoe. Um, I'd rather talk about that. You know, you spending these money with you spending your money with these European designers. And the shit look ugly as hell. And them niggas don't like us anyway But that's another topic Um, And yeah man That motherfuckers is spending more than that On getting their hair done For a couple weeks You know what I'm saying Motherfuckers is Motherfuckers is spending that on an ounce of weed You feel me I ain't knocking that neither But I'm just saying like Stop worrying about how, how other motherfuckers Are spending their money or what they doing Everybody got their shit Everybody got their vices um, and like I said, the Cool Gray 11s is a classic piece for sure. Um, it's averaging, he dropping shit like every 10 years. So we might not see these again until 2031. Um, at some point, I'm going to definitely get my hands on them. If not the ones that just dropped, I'm a nigga that'll go back and I, I, 
I'm a nigga that'll go back. I'll buy the 2010 ones. You know, 11s don't really. And if you know about sneakers, then you know this too. 11s don't really break down. You feel me? Them shits last. Um, I don't want to say forever, but them shits last a lot longer than a lot of other Jordans. That, you know, the soles be crumbling and shit. I'm a type of nigga. I got sneakers that the bubble about the bust. I still throw them bitches on here and there. Because I, I, I really like wearing the sneakers. Um, so, yeah, depending on where the price going, shit, I might not cop these. You know, but eventually I'm going to get my hands on them. Just because, like I said, I'm somebody that understands the value, understands the art, understands the craftsmanship, um, you know, the design, all that shit. Um, so, yeah, really educate yourself before you start condemning everybody, pointing the finger. Like I said, if it's something you ain't into, that's great, man. Just don't be into it. Don't try to knock everybody else. $200 is not um, a life-changing amount of money for nobody. Um, and I definitely understand being fucked up, being broke, and in them times, I'm not even worried about what nobody's doing, I'm not worried about a pair of sneakers, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, so, but if you got it to spend, don't let a motherfucker tell you you're doing the wrong thing, um, especially if you an adult, if you a kid, that might be different, you know, kids just going dirty they shit up, that's how I feel, but if you a grown adult, hey man, it's, it's an investment, it's like a stock, you know, if anything, shit gonna hold its value, if anything, you can pick them bitches up and get your $200 back if you know your shit um, but we gonna, we gonna keep it moving I don't wanna waste too much time we definitely gonna talk more about sneakers on here but you know on to the next topic um, I wanna talk about I know I know I know everybody you know everybody's seen the Kanye and, and Drake concert I wanna I wanna talk about them niggas but I wanna talk about a little bit more than that man I wanna talk about 2021 the entire year I feel like And I don't feel like Nobody said this yet I I, I, I I almost feel like We're witnessing Drake Take his first L And um When I When I say L I mean You know It's deeper than a moment I feel like he Like this year In general Might be a bit of an L For him And it's still a great year For him That's how Great that nigga is But the uh, the reception of Certified Lover Boy compared to the reception of Donda, you know all the energy that Kanye has has um has gotten up, you know with the Drink Champs interview, with a lot of these live streams leading up to Donda, getting Jay Z, you know back on the album with him, even um yeah the concert him 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 bringing Drake out because it was almost like Drake was featured on his shit, so I think we we really seen in the turn of events where. You know, Kanye kind of been taking a lot of L's for the past few years, and Drake's been that guy. But this year, it's like the tables is turning. A lot of people is hating on Certified Lover Boy. It was a decent album to me. Um, definitely isn't aging that well, in my opinion. I think the only song I'm really going back to off of that shit is uh, In Too Deep. Um, yeah, I think that's the only one I really bump like that, like that, to be honest. Um, Donda. It's a different album. I don't really play that much either, but I definitely think it's more, it's more, you know, innovative musically. It's more of a masterpiece musically. I definitely think it's Kanye's best album since the life of Pablo. Um, he dropped a lot of dope sneakers. Um, he put out some new uh, Yeezy silhouettes. Um, compared to Drake. The sneaker that I think he's promoting or that he's supposed to be coming out with, 
Um, it's nothing special to me. It's decent. It looks like a, a regular dad shoe, but it looks like another Nike that I've kind of seen already, and it's just very plain. Um, it's not a bad-looking shoe. It kind of fits his aesthetic, but I don't think in no way it's fucking with any Yeezy. Um, if you a black person and you have an issue with some shit that um, Kanye said over the past few years, I understand that. Um, anybody else, I don't want to hear that shit. You know, if you if you if you a black person and you like nah, this nigga did too much. Like my my homie Cash Gotti, every time I bring up Kanye West in the group chat, he don't want to hear it. I got a few people like that. They don't want to hear nothing this nigga got to say, and I get it. But if you're not black, you don't have no you don't have no space to tear this man down. He's doing legendary shit. What I appreciate most about Kanye is up until like a few months ago, we didn't hear shit from him this whole year. I know that's been a lot of people's problem, you know, over the past few years, the crazy tweets, um, the outbursts, the interviews and shit like that. After the election, you know, he lost, he didn't, of course he wasn't going to win this election. After that, going into 2021, he really was silent. He really just came out making moves, um, putting out dope designs. Um, oh yeah, he did this shit with DMX. I actually, he, he actually had that, uh, that, that shirt too. I sold it to my boy Quill. I bought the uh, the DMX Balenciaga Yeezy uh, tribute. I think he had something to do with designing the um, the stage for his memorial service, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, it's been a great year for Kanye. Um, you know, he put out them uh, those the shit he's doing with Gap. He put out those Gap coats, the Gap hoodies. A lot of people have been um, complaining about the Gap hoodies somewhat. But you know they don't. They it's, it's successful. Um, the Gap coat, I thought it was pretty innovative. It's like a bubble coat, but with a spin on it. And then you, yeah. And then you look at Drake's year, and it just really pales in comparison. Again, this is Drake, um, so I don't want to count him out. You know, he always could come back. Supposedly, he's supposed to be coming back 2020 with a new album. I think even that is like he knows that you know it's not being received the right way. Um, the other day, I think he pulled out of the Grammys. But to me, that's like, to me, that might be like a, a spin, like to make it seem like, I mean, over the past few years, he kind of been anti-Grammy, but he wasn't going to win a Grammy this year anyway, to me. Um, I'm not sure who's nominated. Let me look up the nominations real quick. I could be like, I don't even, I'm, I'm not even a person that really gives a fuck about the Grammys. If I'm gonna keep it a beam. Yeah, so I'm looking at the, the nominations. Um Cole is nominated. Great album. He really kicks it off. King's Disease 2, Nas is nominated. Great album. Tyler's nominated. Call Me If You Get Lost. Great album. Donda. And yeah, I, I guess Drake pulled out. So Drake's album isn't better than any of these albums. <laughs> His shit isn't better than any of these albums. Um I don't know if Kanye wins this. To me, it's 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 um. It could go either way. It could go either way. It depends, like what they doing it for. My pick out of all of these shits would either be out of Tyler or Nas. Cold shit was great, but I th- I still think it's another level. Um, Cole could take it to. Um, and 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 I think it kind of it may it may have hurt him, being that he dropped this shit so long ago, the energy just may have waned. Um, but Tyler's shit was pretty innovative to me. Nah, shit was really, really dope. Um, just the fact that he was able to back-to-back it, him and Hit Boy, 
and pull that off. Donda's a great album. But yeah, Drake wasn't gonna win that shit anyway. So yeah, man, I, I, I just don't know if um you know how long the, the, the Drake um how long we'll be in the Drake era. You know, even at that show. Um, Kanye, you know, everybody would agree Kanye got the better of him at that show. Drake just picked all the wrong records. Nobody wanted to really see the certified lover boy performance. You know, he didn't pull out his hits. Kanye kind of reminded niggas of who the fuck he was. We haven't seen Kanye do these songs in a long time. And for you to show up there and, and do a bunch of songs that nobody cares about, you know, I don't know. So, yeah, let me know, man. Is is is, is the Drake, is 2021 an L for Drake? Let me know. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it music. Um, shit, what am I listening to right now? I haven't... It be so much motherfucking music dropping. I'm gonna keep it a bean. I only go to the shit that I really be interested in. I don't really be trying to listen to all of these niggas because it's, a over, it's overload. You know, every Friday is overload. I think the last albums I checked out, um, the Rick Ross album, um, I'm in a couple different group chats. One of my group chats is uh, me and my boys, Shakira and DeAndre. We big Rick Ross fans, so, you know, we've been anticipating this shit for months. Um, I thought it was a pretty a pretty good album, pretty straightforward. It wasn't one of Ross's best albums in terms of, like, um, you know, sound and shit like that. But I, I like I like the way he was rapping, you know, the intro. He come in talking his shit. The the song with Benny, I fucked with a lot. I like the song with um, Wale and Future. I, li- I, li- I like that beat. That was a different type of beat. A real, it's like feel good mixed with dark. I like that shit. He had Future, like, rapping a different flow. Then, you know, you, you hear him rapping sometimes. I fucked with that. Um... It's a few more on there. Richer than I, I ever been. The the song I like that shit a lot. Um, it's one more on there. Oh yeah, the one with him and Wiz. I fucked with the shit with him and Jasmine and Twenty One. It was it's a cool record. The song with him and Wiz. I fucked with. Um, I'm gonna get back to that though. But yeah, man, Rick Ross. I feel like this was a good album. My only issue with it, um, the song with Dream Doll. That's just a skip. Um, it's a big skip. I don't like the album cover. I don't know why he replaced the album cover he had. The regular album cover was really, really dope to me. This shit, I don't know. It looked like it's like a, some leftover advertisement from Wingstop or some shit. <laughs> and that's really my only fucking issue with Rick Ross, man. I feel like he led me astray with Wingstop. I fucking, a few months ago, I tried Wingstop. You know, I was out Philly. I passed by Wingstop. It was late. They was the only motherfuckers open. It might have been, you know, 11.30 or something on the way to midnight. Everything was closed. Wingstop is open late. So I said, damn, you know, Rick Ross be hyping this shit up. Let me run in here and try some Wingstop. That shit was disgusting, my nigga. Like, I never had wings so bad in my life. You feel me? I'm pretty picky over where I eat wings, too. Because I'm not even a guy that like eating wings takeout, you know. I like eating wings out of... Somebody kitchen, you feel me? That's somebody mama made. I don't like, I don't even like going to Popeyes like that. Not, but Popeyes is alright, but I'm just saying, if I, I'll prefer to just get my shit fried in the crib. But the Wingstop wings, man, they was they was really really bad. <laughs> like, like if you eating Wingstop wings, I'm gonna let you know I don't trust you. You you might be a maniac. It's just 
overly seasoned wings. The season is not even it's not done right. It's just it's just all bad. Um if you if you down bad and you hungry and you happen to pass by a wing stop, this is what you do. Just get the fries. The fries is decent. Don't fuck with the wings. I don't know what else they got on their menu. And I think I think I tr- I, I try lemon pepper and I try some other shit. And and the lemon pepper was 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 the better one. It still is nasty as hell. But just do yourself a favor and avoid Wingstop at all costs. Um, but yeah, Rick Ross he had Wiz on his track. I really fucked with the track. I fucked with um, fuck with the beat. Fuck with Wiz verse. The first Wiz verse I really listened to in a while. That's another question I was gonna ask. In twenty twenty one, are we still listening to Wiz Khalifa? Um, don't get me wrong. I'm a I'm a you know I grew up on Wiz. You feel me? Like high school, I came up on Wiz. He definitely is an innovator in terms of for like independent artists and shit. I'm talking Prince of the City 2. I'm talking Burn After Rolling mixtape. I'm talking uh, Deal or No Deal. Of course, Cushion Orange Juice, How Fly. You know, all the Coke classics. All the way up until probably um, ONIFC. Maybe a little bit after that. I got off of him. Um... And I like I like I like Wiz, you know, I like the different sounds, even shit like Cabin Fever he was on way back when. But I I, I just kinda listen to that shit. I don't I, I I feel like the past five, six years I stopped listening to him like that. He he disappointed me one too many times. He dropped projects and I hit play and I was just unimpressed. Um I know he just dropped a new project with Cardo. So I want y'all to tell me, is the shit worth me pressing play? Because when I see him and Cardo, it's high expectations behind that. If Cardo can't save this man, I feel like all hope is lost. So y'all tap in. Y'all tell me if you listen to that project, is it worth it? Do he got any other projects of recent times that's worth it? Because, um, yeah, man, I feel like Wiz kind of been letting me down for a long time. You know, I, I miss I miss the old Wiz. You know how he be like, I miss the old Kanye. I miss the old Wiz Khalifa, man. You feel me? Taylor Alderdice, you know, I, I miss that Wiz Khalifa. And I feel like I just haven't been getting them for a while. Um, yeah, Wiz, if, if, if you're listening, if this makes it to you, I'm sorry. I'm just keeping it a bean. I know you, you know, you done got cocky. Um, I don't want no smoke. You feel me? I know you done got cocky. I don't know if you, you know, you might be more in the gym these days than you got time to write raps. I get it. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just keeping in the beam, man. People want people want the old Wiz back, man. <laughs> um, and fucking um, Russ. This was my first Russ project I really listened to. Um, I'm gonna let you know this is not a safe space for white rappers. <laughs> um, there is no equality here for the white rapper. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Um, it just is what it is. Unless your name is Mac Miller, you don't get a pass. Um. We 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 are here to critique you, <laughs> um. But yeah, man. So I actually like Russ. I kind of like him. Um, even though he's a white rapper, and I'm not too fond of him sometimes, because I think that comes with a little bit of privilege. And I think um, people are just easily impressed by the white rapper. But Russ, I kind of like him. I kind of you know my love for the underdog supersedes um. My feelings about the white rapper, and I just love that he's an underdog. I love all the stuff he's been able to do independently. I'm not the biggest fan. It's a few songs I like 
all summer. Um, I don't know if it came out in the summer or the spring, but he had this song with him and Little Baby. That was my shit. It's called Ugly. That 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 shit hard. But this project, um, really the features made me press play. I, I feel like most people probably relate. The features made me press play. Um, there's a few things I was impressed with. Um, but my only issue with it is I feel like all these rappers came and outshined him on, on his shit. You know, he did good. It wasn't really no ass verses. Um, but it's something missing to me. Like, a lot of people came and outshined him. I feel like if he was going to have all of these people come, he he, he really needed to, um, he really needed to, to push himself to another level. You know, I feel like if somebody else would have dropped this album, it would have been a classic. It, it feel it feel a bit like a, a watered down version of um, what West Side Gun does, with you know curating an album. Um, like the transitions for some of these rappers to the next just didn't go right to me. Like it's things like if you really listen to music or if you make music, you catch like the song with Wale and uh, Joey Badass. It just kind of sounds like three different records. My apologies. Uh, my girlfriend has stepped in. So she just threw me off. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, back back to Rush shit. So yeah, like some of the songs, they just wasn't really cohesive to me. Like the artists, you could tell that they recorded they shits at different times. Um, like the like the Joey and um and Wale track, for example, like it just sounded like all three of them was on different times. Um, Joey verse definitely was a standout verse to me. Um, I like I like his flex when he was like uh, Fifty gave him two mil. He don't got a rap. He said that shit again. That was hard to me. Um, Joey definitely killed his role on Power. Probably one of the best acting performances in hip hop. Um, I'm standing on that. Um, you know, outside of Will Smith and you know LL Cool J and those le- legends, it looked like Joey Badass might get up there in terms of acting. Um, another standout moment for me: uh, Ghostface Killer verse on this project. His shit is crazy. If you haven't heard this album, if you don't fuck with Russ, whatever the case is, go to that Ghostface Killer verse. This nigga Ghostface Killer is 51. Um, He's rapping better than niggas half his age. Um, He's rapping better than niggas in their 30s. He's rapping better than a lot of niggas. He sounds like he's in rare form to me. Um, I know Kanye is supposedly supposed to be producing um, Supreme Clientele too. So if that happens, it look like we in for a treat. Um... That nigga floated on that beat. He sounded amazing um, over Alchemist Production. Even them, man, if they ever do an album together, that shit probably be be real crazy. Um, I don't have, like, an artist to play this week, so I'll probably end the episode off with that track just because I want to highlight that uh, that Ghostface verse. Conway's on that track, too. In my opinion, the best member of Griselda. Um, whoever want to debate, we could do that. And, yeah, man, I see a lot of... I see Russ getting a lot of hate. Um, like I said, I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of his, but I, I like dude a little bit. Um, I don't understand all the hate he get. I know, you know, when he was first coming out, he was saying things that was offending people about, like, um, he had that, that t-shirt about Zans or some shit, and he was kind of just, you know, talking a lot of shit on Twitter. It just kind of became a cool thing to hate him. And I don't know, sometimes that shit be lame to me, just when everybody gang up on somebody or everybody want to hate somebody, um... I don't know. I don't want to put my cape on for that, man. Because like I said, this is not a space, safe space for white rappers. <laughs> um, but if he was black, I would I would be upset. <laughs> I see him preaching a lot about, um, you know, independence in the music industry. A lot of people, you know, is debating him saying he got white privilege and shit like that. 
Um, the way I look at it is everybody journey in music is not going to be the same. All you can do is study everybody, um, learn the ins and outs. The business is the business. Um, your route to get in there might be different. Um, but listen to his story. It's, it's definitely things you can take and apply to yourself. Um, people, you know, they're talking about the fact that I guess his family was in marketing and shit like that. I mean, I don't feel like that's his fault. Um, I don't think that that takes away from the things he's saying. Um, he's, you know, he's preaching about ownership, things that black people could do. Um, you might not be able to do it yourself. I know that's a, you know, even I know a lot of times independence gets confused for um, do it yourself. Even you know, do it yourself DIY. I'm I'm doing this podcast myself, but it's definitely people that help me behind the scenes and shit like that. You know, you always gotta have a team. So if you a good artist and you got a following, I think the message that the point he's trying to make is if you got a following, if you got um, you know, labels interested in you. That means that you have value. That means there's value there that you can, you know, you can tap into yourself before you go to somebody else and give them the rights to your music in exchange. Now, your journey might be different. It might take you a minute. You might not be as successful as a Russ. Um, but I think the everything he's saying about being an independent artist um, is solid to me. Um, if you disagree, you know, like I said, you, you can come up here. We could talk about it. Um but me knowing what I know about the music industry, I, I, I don't really take nothing he's saying as like, it's impossible. Everything he's saying is pretty much facts. Um, you know, getting a deal, you're taking a loan out. Um, you can take a loan out from the bank. It might not be for however much money he got, but you can get a loan from the bank if your shit is in order. Or if your shit is not in order, you might have to get, you know, a business partner, you know. So people got to just be a little bit more diligent and just not, you know, get 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 mad because who's saying it and uh i definitely at some point you know i'm I, i'm gonna use this podcast to do um music a music business series um i'm not the most knowledgeable person um but i definitely know a few things that i think artists definitely need to know um just understanding basic terms understanding you know how money is made in the music industry um the internet it's a lot of people talking about everybody's deals everybody wants to you know, it's like niggas find out a new word and they just don't let go of it. Everybody's talking about masters, but like, do you know what a master is? You do, you know, masters, but do you understand publishing? Do you understand, you know, royalties? Do you understand the difference between different royalties? And I'm not trying to be a know-it-all. It's just like the information is out there. So I'm going to use my platform to definitely um, break a few things down. We're going to have a music business series at some point. Um... So I definitely want to use this as a tool to give people game. Um, I'm not rich. I'm, you know, I'm I'm a regular nigga, but I'm I'm, I'm I feel like I'm on my way, real shit. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I know a little bit about a lot. So we definitely gonna use this platform to inform. You know, it's no right or wrong answer. You know, and being an independent artist also gets glorified a lot. Um, everybody, you know, being like everybody kind of just. I don't want to say everybody, but a lot of this information has been out for a decade plus, you know, decades, you know, there's a lot of people that was independent for a long time. You know, you had people like Nipsey Hussle out there, um, even, you know, what the RZA did was kind of a unique take on approaching the music business. So it's like a lot of people just found out about what a 360 deal is and they just want to um, glorify being an independent artist, which, you know, I, I, I would recommend. But at the same time. 
being an independent artist come with a lot. You know, you got to have money. You got to have talent. You got to have a, a following. Um, it's not easy. It's actually harder. So depending on what your needs are, that might not be the right route for you. Um, it just depends on what type of artist you is. So like I said, I'm going to definitely use this platform to kind of share that game um, for those that care about that. And uh, yeah, I'm going to get up out of here. Um, it's been a, I, I hope, you know, you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, I'm still getting some things together. Um, I got a few folks that are interested in coming up here. I got a few folks that I'm interested in having up here. Um, so, you know, over time, you'll, you'll see, you'll hear other voices. I really fuck with doing it this way. I know a lot of people, when they hear podcasts, they think about like a group of niggas, um, sitting in a circle talking about some shit and that's dope. I listen to a lot of podcasts like that. But, you know, actually what a podcast is, is so much bigger than that. Um, it's so much different range into what a podcast can be. Um, so I'm going to keep doing it my way. Um, I'm going to see y'all next week. Like I said, I don't have an artist to play this week. Um, I really want to play um, independent artists. Artists specifically from Jersey, if I can. Artists specifically from my city, if I can. But um, I'm open to playing anything. Whoever got some shit that they want to get played up here, send it to me. Um, if I fuck with it, I'll play it. I, I really want to use this space as a space to spotlight some people, you know, um, make some connections, get some people heard. Um, but this week, like I said, I want to highlight this Ghostface Killer verse. So I'm going to get into that uh, Russ Conway Ghostface Killer. Um, and I'll see y'all next week. Um, as always, you know, have a good day, good afternoon, good night, whatever. And I'll see y'all next week. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Tom 2, Alchemist beat, classic shit only My name is tatted on titties and asses Cause I got a cult following like Indianapolis My passion took me past the pessimist Cash benefits, first class emirates Impact megalith, set in stone When in Rome, I'ma do what Russ does Got a custom, the skipping customs What's up, hey the same fuck Russ Women tryna fuck Russ Y'all streams ain't really bees, I don't trust Buzz I'm your dream girl screensaver, kill the pussy cremator You can't believe it, yeah, T-Painter I live music, think big, yeah, I see major Cross the line, you in extreme danger, I ain't playing peacemaker My appearance makes me seem safer, not for real though I've accepted apologies that I'm still old Lot of perks since I popped, no pills though Ran up another mill, hold gracefully Things don't fall apart, they fall in place for me Getting so much money, I ain't chasing it, it's chasing me It's just one thing that's got me tripping like Amory Treat me like I'm regular, but fuck me like I'm famous, please Someone send a sedative, pressure of being president Fuck it though, life is better rich, I don't think I should question it Rebel against the record biz, is what I represent Cause they gon' give you crumbs of your bread and call it benevolence Strange like Bellatrix, on the billboard charts and on the bestseller list Make the head Spin like an exorcist I put the M's before my X like Mexican Then I can invest in the law of least effort It's all about intelligence Moving Mount Everest Without ever sweating its elegance But struggle or success Which one are y'all choosing? Cause y'all hate me when I'm winning But root for me when I'm losing It's confusing I went the distance Without their assistance Now they mad they missed on me Through the resistance Labeled me a mischief Now they mad they missed on me I went the distance without their assistance Now they mad they missed on me Yeah, through the resistance Labeled me a mischief Now they mad they missed on me Look 
I was the nigga that they counted out Now I'm the nigga niggas counting on when they down and out They so opinionated but can't go in the stash and pull a thousand out I let this water on my neck drown them out I show love to niggas that I was never shown Continuously I'm repping home and I ain't never home Mama did drugs, grandfather needed methadone Took that chip off my shoulder, used it for a stepping stone Mind sick and no prescription that can help me You broke but always got your two cents Fuck you gon' tell me Thinking all the shit I did so some days I felt weak Feeling like I'm Tony when talking to Dr. Melfi And being woke, the new trend so the sales peak Went to the protest just to get a selfie To put it on your pages, post it for the likes Dog, you a star, you supposed to give us light Them niggas stream well but mostly overhyped Them numbers looking funny when you hold them up Closer to the light machine You know who did it best, you know who did it right I sold a brick of white, smoked a nigga twice You know I spent my life, you know my shit is nice We ain't the same, you never did nothing Smack his phone out his hand, I'll nigga spit something Joke about my face, but your bitch love it Made 600, this month alone, now they get the gist of it I went the distance without their assistance, now they mad they missed on me Through the resistance, labeled me a mischief, now they mad they missed on me I went the distance without their assistance, now they mad they missed on me Through the resistance, labeled me a mischief, now they mad they missed on me Yeah, yo, uh, rolling through Vegas under blinding lights Niggas run up on me like a Mayan Mike Sipping matcha out of Starbucks, pinky ring See the heat steaming out a large cup Furry white hat, under my wing is a yellow bat Tiffany deuce deuces, we about a chicken We ain't worried about your roosters Every bitch I get, I'm like nigga this my new shit No cap, Guatemala, the powder is hard to follow We up in chase throwing numbers like custom model It's just a vibro, then escape to Cabo Town, got a hundred squares spinning like new Serratos Yeah, uh, death to the dick riders to the perpetrators left with a dick inside them Fake love niggas give opinions with a complex Thinking they can view you through a lens but got the wrong specs Destitute, that's what I saw before the decimals Now I'm in a place where niggas fight to stand next to you My soul can't be soul or stole Peace be upon the prophet Muhammad I embrace what he told They say I couldn't do what I've done and it got to it So much money and they ain't even Jewish Meet the team say we stay jumping out the newest We pounding everything, don't give a fuck who your boo is Sing the hook I went the distance without their assistance, now they mad they missed on me Through the resistance, labeled me a mischief, now they mad they missed on me I went the distance without their assistance, now they mad they missed on me Through the resistance, labeled me a mischief, now they mad they missed on me